So warm welcome to this session. And we're going to talk about secondary sensing in industrial applications. So I'm Ryan D'Souza, and I'm an industrial IoT solution architect. Hi, everyone. My name is Felix Kolmer, and I'm one of the co-founders and CEO of CloudRail. We're basically the company behind this beautiful box and an AWS partner. Thanks, Ryan. So we have an example here of Bob, who is the factory manager. And as you can see, Bob is meeting with his boss, who's the factory owner. And they're going over the various equipment in the factory. The factory owner is really concerned about loss of productivity and financial losses in the factory because of some recent equipment failure and some unplanned downtime. So he's talking to Bob, who's the factory manager, to find out you know, what can be done to monitor critical pieces of equipment in order to eliminate any unplanned downtime. So Bob now has to go and find some solutions in order to monitor critical equipment in the factory to reduce unplanned downtime. So some of the challenges that Bob faces is this factory environment is an existing factory. Right, so you have equipment which is 25 to 30 years old, and Bob has to find a way to monitor critical pieces of equipment in this factory. But he has to do that without causing any unplanned downtime in the factory. So whatever he does, he needs to find a solution which is secondary sensing in order to monitor critical pieces of equipment. As you can see here, in a factory that is so old, there are a number of legacy industrial protocols. You have Modbus and Profibus and DeviceNet and ControlNet. So how do you collect data from a factory which has got these legacy industrial protocols? Security is another major concern because the OT network is often isolated from the IT network. Another concern is downtime, right? So if Bob has to put in equipment to monitor critical pieces of equipment, how does he ensure that he, do, he does that without causing any equipment to, to go down, right? So these are some of the challenges that Bob faces, and let's see how he's going to address these challenges. So that brings us to the topic of secondary sensing in industry. Secondary sensing is a mechanism to add new sensors, temperature sensors, pressure sensors, flow sensors, RFID sensors, any kind of industrial sensor to existing equipment, okay, like in this factory, without causing any production downtime or unplanned downtime. It's also an easy way to add new IoT technologies to a brownfield environment, a brownfield environment like this one, in order to implement new industrial use cases, like asset condition monitoring, predictive maintenance, and predictive quality. So secondary sensing is a mechanism to add sensors to existing equipment in order to collect data in order to implement these new industrial IoT use cases. So that brings us to this demonstration 
where we have a number of different sensors. Let me show you what we have here. So we've got a temperature sensor. We've got a position sensor. We've also got a vibration sensor. We've got a light tower, right? So all these sensors are connected to an IO-Link master. From the IO-Link master, we're going to the CloudRail box, which is a gateway to the AWS IoT cloud, right? So this is the mechanism that we have in the demo setup. In terms of the demo architecture, let's take a look at that. So what we have here is a vibration monitoring. So we've got a vibration sensor <coughs> that sends signals to the CloudRail box. This data is then being sent over MQTT to AWS IoT. When vibration exceeds a certain threshold, we are, ex we are sending off some alerts. So we're sending, using SNS to send email and text alerts. We're also using this mechanism to turn on the tower light. And I have an IoT, an IoT button over here okay, in order to acknowledge if vibration has exceeded a certain threshold. So let me show you how that works. All right, so let's take a look at the vibration sensor. So this is the vibration sensor because of excessive vibration on a critical piece of equipment, vibration exceeded a certain threshold. We are sending off alerts, email and SMS, but we are also turning on this tower light, okay? That way, the maintenance staff knows that there's a problem with a critical piece of equipment. Now using an IoT button, right, you can then acknowledge I've just acknowledged that the, you know, I'm aware of the vibration problem, and this in turn, this in turn switches off the tower light, okay? So let's take a look at the web portion of this CloudRail demo. As you can see in this demo, what we have connected now is a position sensor, we've got a vibration sensor, we've got an ultrasonic sensor, and we've got a light tower. We do not have the temperature sensor connected to the box. Okay, so let's go ahead and connect the temperature sensor. So after, you connect, after he connected the temperature sensor, it showed up over here. Right, so it's automatically detected by the CloudRail box, and we'll now go ahead and configure it.
we can set up the frequency at which the data is being sent to the AWS cloud. Yeah, so next step, we just give the device a name. In this case, we call it temperature. Uh, just click on create. Now we're waiting for the slow internet. Yeah. And that's basically it. So this sensor has now been added to, to AWS IoT Core as a new device. Um, has been configured according to the company policies. Uh, what you get here is basically a little description. And if we go back into the IoT Core, that test functionality, and just subscribe to the temperature sensor, which Ryan is doing right now. Yeah, we'll see how the temperature is coming in. Yeah, so what, what we have just done is added a temperature sensor to the CloudRail box. It was automatically detected. In addition to the automatic detection, what also happened is that it automatically provisioned the certificates and the security needed for the device to connect to the AWS cloud. So all that happened automatically behind the scenes in terms of getting an X.509 certificate, putting it onto the device. The temperature sensor is then able to authenticate with AWS IoT and start publishing messages. Exactly. And yeah, that works with pretty much every industrial sensor. So the box plug and play supports over 12,000 sensors from almost any vendor. And yeah, any industrial sensor, just plug it in, select AWS, give it a name, and done. It's less than a minute per sensor. What used to take a couple days, weeks, or even months using a system integrator. So that's really easy access to data out of the, the operational technology, out of the OT. And this enables you to quickly realize industrial IoT projects based on AWS core. So coming back to the architecture, what we just did is connected temperature and vibration through the CloudRail box, which is the industrial gateway. From the industrial gateway, we authenticated with AWS IoT. We sent MQTT messages to AWS IoT. We were able to set up a rule in AWS IoT to send off alerts. So we have sent off SNS alerts. In addition to that, we were able to switch on the tower light, which is over here. And then finally, with the IoT button, we were able to acknowledge the excessive vibration in order to switch off the tower light. So let's come to the key learnings of this session. It's important to note that if you have an existing facility and if you have a brownfield environment, it's difficult to make changes to equipment in a brownfield environment. So how do you collect data? You can use secondary sensing, very similar to the setup we have here, in order to add sensors to existing equipment, in order to collect more data, and use that data to then enable new IoT use cases.
If you have older generation equipment in your facilities and factory, using secondary sensing, you're able to connect older generation equipment to the AWS cloud. You're able to make improvements to existing operations in order to drive productivity improvements in factories. And finally, it does not actually take months and years in order to implement industrial IoT use cases. With the CloudRail box and the AWS cloud, in a matter of few days and a few weeks, you're able to put together a solution that is very cost effective using secondary sensing. So finally coming back to Bob, he's finally happy. He's found a secondary sensing solution in order to monitor critical pieces of equipment, and he's super happy to go ahead and implement that solution. Thank you very much for attending the session. I want you now to remove your phones, and please, you know, please put together the response right in terms of the survey. I would greatly appreciate it.